Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Magnificent Football Monday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next 60 minutes. And what a 60 minutes it'll be. I'm Anderson Cooper. Who else are the? What are the other names from the old 60 minutes? Currently? Oh, well, the old currently one, because that's funnier. Yeah, well, the, the old one is uh, I'm I'm Morley Safer, uh, I'm Ed Bradley, I'm Leslie Stahl, Mike yes. Wallace. Uh, yeah, right. Those those stories and Andy Rooney tonight on sixty minutes, something like that. Yeah. So over the course of the next sixty, I'm Morley Safer, and over the course of the next sixty minutes, we'll bring you uh, more handicap of Week 14 in the National Football League. Uh, we got a lot of games we still have to hit. We spent an entire segment on the uh, the Texans and the Jets. We'll get to the Ravens and the Rams coming up in a second, but. The whale capper Drew Densick will join us in 20 minutes. We'll get Whale's thoughts on Week 14 in the NFL. Maybe his plays for the in-season tournament tonight in the NBA. Two quarterfinal games. Can't wait for that. And then 60 minutes from now, uh, Power Hour, final hour of the show, featuring all our bets for tonight. NBA, NHL, side total and props for what may be just a dreadful football game, but it doesn't mean we can't bet it, play fantasy, bet props, and have a lot of fun with it. The Jaguars and the Bengals from Duval. Whatever, Jacksonville, Florida. All right, let's get back to P-squared, B-squared, though, in Handicap Week 14 in the NFL. Kenny, bring the music up, please. And, Ken, let's talk about this Ravens-Rams game, another game that saw a little bit of movement in the betting market overnight, where Baltimore was a 7.5-point favorite at open. The Rams coming off their, like, actually, like, honestly, like, really impressive win. Joe Flacco played really well in the game up until the end when he threw that terrible pick. The Rams' offense played great and showing, like, they don't need Cooper Cup to play well to succeed. Puka's obviously been great. Kyron Williams has been great. And Stafford's been awesome. And Ken, I think you've got something for us on Stafford. Obviously, over the course of the week, we'll talk about Matthew Stafford in some uh, postseason award markets. Uh, So the Rams got bet. We now sit Baltimore a seven-point favorite. The Ravens are coming off their bye. Uh, So Baltimore, a touchdown favorite in the game. The total here is 43.5. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Ravens and Rams coming up on Sunday. This is... This is really interesting. I, not because the point spread seven. I, that's kind of where I thought we'd settle in the game as well. When I thought about the game, I was like, this feels like about a touchdown point spread. I, I think a lot of people who think about the game probably come up with the same conclusion. And so like, that's not that interesting. But rating the Rams, I think, is is pretty interesting going forward. Um, we did a segment in the first hour of the show. People on Stadium missed it just about. And we do, we do a lot of segments about this topic, just how long the season is. And the fact that it's really long means teams go through two, three, four, five different iterations of what you think they're going to be for three to four week periods at a time, two to three week periods at a time. And the Rams are in like a, a run of form where they're scoring a lot, scored 36 points or more in back-to-back games. They've won three in a row out of their bye week. They're coming in with a lot of momentum. The really interesting thing is 
like the opponents in those games, to be fair, are Seattle, Arizona, and Cleveland. And Cleveland has a record that's certainly formidable, but has been rotating quarterbacks. Miles Garrett's playing at what seems like 10% sometimes in terms of his health. Um, this is like a test game, and I'm gonna always think of a team differently when they go into a test game. It doesn't mean they it doesn't mean they're gonna fold, it doesn't mean they're gonna play poorly, but I do think like quality of opponent has to matter. When we do Cowboys Eagles, I'm the biggest Dak fanboy on earth right now. When you do Cowboys Eagles, you have to talk about the fact the Cowboys don't beat anybody. You have to talk about the fact that when they play an A-level opponent, they lose all the time. And the Rams have actually played a few different A-level opponents, but the problem is this version of the Rams hasn't played like a few A-level opponents, like how they're playing right now. So I'm just not quite sure whether they can hang, honestly. And they are coming into this game with like all the momentum they can possibly have. Three wins in a row, scoring a billion points. It just seems like they're, I think they might be walking into like a death trap, honestly, which is like the Ravens with time to prepare who are much, 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 much better and can get off to the quarterback really well. I, I actually think if I was going to bet this game, I would lay Baltimore rather than rather than take the points and make the Rams prove it to me against like a way better opponent in a way different situation. Not a game I'm really looking forward to betting, but just like if I had to bet it, how I think about it, I, I think the Rams success recently is like commendable but I don't actually think makes me want to bet them at a big number in this game. So let's let's have a conversation because I'm I'm kind of unsure about what I want to do also. Um, I have no like strong opinion on the side of the game. Let's talk about the total for a second. Uh, currently sitting at 43 and a half. If the 43 and a half, we're really stretching this now. Um, let's say, Ken, the game goes the way you think it might, right? Like you Rams walking into a death trap, like you said, pretty morbid. The Ravens are up big in the game, and then you get Matthew Stafford and the Rams in comeback mode. To me, the total, like, I, almost in any game state, it's like Rams get up, like Ravens have to come back. I feel like the total feels a little low to me, almost no matter what the state of the game is. Do you have any thought on the total here? I'm currently sitting under 44, 43 and a half the total here at the Ravens and Rams. So for first step of this analysis is always going to be Okay, when we get a couple days from now, what's the weather going to be like in this game? Outdoor game on the East Coast in December just has to be like, has to be known. Like if we're going to, is it, is it 50 and perfect? Is it 20 with 20 mile an hour wins? Like it's going to be like a big impact, especially how the Rams like to play. How Stafford likes to throw the ball down the field a lot of the time. Like got to know the answer to that to say like for sure what you want. I think it's, it's the funny thing is like, I actually think it's my same answer, just like manipulated slightly, which is just like. I know the Browns had a really highly rated defense going into that game, like Arizona, Seattle, like the it's just different. It's just different with this. So like, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I, you know, OK, well, if they're down in the game a lot, Stafford will lead them down the field like Willie against this defense. I don't I don't know that that's true. Also, it's the other thing that's really fun and it'll be interesting to see in this game. And this is the Ravens side of things with uh, with their offense, like didn't didn't score a lot at all against the chargers it, they basically scored 13 points in the game and then zay flower scores at the end and they land on 20. um a lot of people won't forget that play for a very long time so Inclu they basically scored 13 me. points in a game right but like okay that that was what first game no andrews or second game no andrews like beckham has been banged up first yeah and yeah and so just like by week or have they found answers here? Like, are, have they kind of retooled things where like, okay, like we, we've made the proper adjustments with the week off and our offense can kind of like start humming again. I don't know the answer to that. So may, maybe the answer is yes, in which case you'd love the over in the game, obviously. Uh, just unsure, honestly, whether I think the Ravens offense is a little bit of a mystery right now coming out of their bye and how much differently it's going to look. Um, and then again, like Rams step up in class, like it's just, it's just going to be different. Like it's just going to be way different than the opponents that they faced recently.
All right, last note on this game, and then we'll go to the Vikings and the Raiders on Sunday in Las Vegas. Let's say that the Ravens get bet up a little bit here, and like just things remain okay. fairly static, right? Ravens go up to seven and a half. R Ravens one and a half teaser leg. Ravens down from seven and a half to one and a half. I would. I don't. I don't know if you need the move to tease it. Um, I, I'm like pretty confident. I think they're going to win the game. Like you could tease seven, too. Like I mean, yeah, like seven and a half. Then, like, obviously, it qualifies for the through seven and three teaser leg. But, like, you, you get the extra half point right now if you want to um, in terms of, like, do I think they're very likely to win the game? Yes. Would they be my favorite teaser leg? No, because I, I do think that the dog has, like, a little bit of, of high ceiling potential. Like, you you know, it, it, it does matter. Like, if you're going to go seven to one, okay, like, I'd rather go or seven and a half to one and a half, eight and a half to two and a half. You know, I'd rather do it against... You know tim boyle and Derek carr and like some of these like quarterbacks that have really 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 low upside stafford's not a low upside guy like as much as i think they might get smashed here like he's matthew stafford like i, I don't know if i want to pay a tax and tease down against him which certainly make the short list of teaser legs but maybe not like my maybe not my favorite one so if you wanted to you meaning mm -hmm. ken me the person watching listening if you wanted to do a ravens bucks teaser leg let's say this could be okay the the eric zire memorial teaser this is like a the, it's like a gridiron what was the name of that game we played over the summer immaculate grid but it's immaculate immaculate grid immaculate grid iron was like one of those squares yeah well, okay. this is like the low-hanging fruit version the Vinny testaverde memorial teaser. oh sure ravens yeah, bucks and then and then do a three-teamer and put the jets in there also and tease them up to like whatever the 16 against the texans I'm not suggesting to do that. Just want to throw it in there. Is that uh? So if we wanted to, I'm trying to think about like all the games that we've done already. Like, is there a favorite teaser even of the games we've done already? I guess not. Tampa. Well, I, I mean, sorry. Can we come up with two legs as opposed to just Tampa? I know we we all like Tampa. Like with Tampa with of the games we've done so far, Tampa with what would be your favorite? So your options would be like Steelers pick or Patriots twelve. Uh, Saints to win. Lions, Lions plus like two and a half, three or Bears up to nine. Saints plus a half or Panthers eleven and a half. Sa Saints to win. It's Bryce Young and the, like, the, like all like okay, new head coach. Also, like the players are still really bad. Yeah, and obviously for people listening, like, don't do that. Like, you get, yeah, you, would, you should just do a two-team money line parlay if you're gonna like, or a money line like the Saints if you're gonna bet them to win the game. Like, don't go to, don't, don't tease to like plus a half or like plus one. Like, lose all of the, like, get all these numbers you don't want in the teaser. Like, oh, I paid this tax. What do I get? A bag of crap. Like, oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything that good yet so far. I had Tampa and blank. I was trying to think if Baltimore would have been my pick so far. And, and like, yes, but only because that's like a placeholder and I would like to put something different there, probably. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday, handicapping week 14 in the NFL. I don't know what I want to do with the side of this game yet. I'm kind of like, I, 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 I see the point you're making, right? That maybe Baltimore just slams them. Uh, part of me also thinks that maybe you get like a sleepy Baltimore effort coming out of the bye here. And like, to be like, we do see Baltimore sometimes like play with its food in games when they have the lead and oh, maybe definitely. they don't hold the lead. And, and so, so I think this one's like a little tricky and like, I think to be fair, you're saying the same thing, right? Not a strong thought on this game. We'll obviously yep. talk about it a lot more coming up this week. So nothing for me right now on the Ravens and Rams. And we'll find out the weather as we move later in the week as well. Now I, I would have said, and maybe this is a bad thought, but I mean, the Raiders were going to be two and a half. Maybe the Raiders up to plus eight and a half would have been really good. So both of these teams, the next game here is uh, the Vikings and the Raiders, which is the Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl eleven 
rematch that the world's been waiting for with the Raiders and the Vikings. Uh, this was two and a half last night. Minnesota bet out the three today. So both teams come off their bye. Minnesota, three-point road favorite at Vegas. The total sitting at 40 and a half. Now, Last Monday, Minnesota loses 12-10 at home to the Chicago Bears. And Kevin O'Connell basically like, yeah, man, we, we got to reevaluate the quarterback position here. So we don't know yet who's starting a quarterback for the Vikings. It would be Josh Dobbs, Jaron Hall, or Nick Mullins. My sense is, is that Dobbs will remain the quarterback. Is that the Dobbs gets at least one more start here? Could be wrong. And I'm kind of like burying like the, the lead here, which is that Justin Jefferson yeah, I was like, will be back in this I, game I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to do that. I thought you were going to do Jefferson. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it's like, in my head, I'm thinking like everyone knows Jefferson's going to be back. And then also, like I'm hosting the show, and just in case people don't know that, I have to say it. Justin Jefferson will be back in this game for Minnesota, which is, I think, why you see the Vikings favored in this range. So, Ken? Vikings a full three right now in Vegas against the Raiders. Minnesota, like, gotta win this game with the way the bottom of the NFC playoff picture shaking out right now. Totals 40 and a half, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Uh, I I totally agree with those two and a halfs getting bet. I think that makes a lot of sense as, like, the kind of overnight numbers grab type stuff. Uh, it's bullishness on the Vikings at a less than the key number because Jefferson's playing. I think I think two and a half was a little short with Jefferson playing, probably. Now, that doesn't help any of us, including me now, uh, that the number is three. Uh, but it's, it's again worth noting, like Jefferson's back, so your rating for the Vikings has to be better. The Vikings are an extremely well-coached team off of a miserable performance with a week off, and maybe Antonio Pierce is like the next great coach. But like, I, I kind of feel like the Vikings needed their by way, 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 way more than the Raiders did probably in terms of how they played. So I, it would be lay Minnesota three or nothing. But I don't think this I like don't really disagree with this number. I don't think this is that crazy. Uh, I think Jefferson back matters a great deal. And I think matters a great deal in this game. Like, look at look at how much trouble the Chiefs had again last night in a game moving the ball like game number 11 this year where they've had trouble moving the ball scoring in the red zone. And look what they were able to do in the second half against Vegas before Vegas is by like we came out of that Vegas second half being like, wow, maybe the Chiefs offense is like back. Like maybe they found something in that game. Yeah, what they found was the Raiders. That's what they found in that game. That's like kind of what we learned. Jefferson's back. I think it's obviously it's it's a big deal in every game. It's almost an especially big game because it just you can really take advantage of the Raiders defensively in this game with him. And I think it really makes a big difference. Whoever the quarterback is, maybe it's wait and see who the quarterback is for sure. And then we have another conversation. Uh, I would not bet the Raiders in this game. I might bet Minnesota. And that's kind of how I'm leaning right now early in the week. I think the coaching point that you make is way right and also like it's honestly I think the biggest the coaching mismatch in this game potentially is is Brian Flores with a couple weeks to prepare up against a rookie quarterback in Aiden O'Connell like I I think that's major and advantage a first time play caller and a first time play caller yeah. Bo Hart agree uh, and Adam Gase disciple yeah. now right. I I think the Raiders defensive part is a little interesting because a couple weeks ago like we bet the Raiders in that game against Miami and one of the reasons why like we felt like okay the Raiders shouldn't be this big of an underdog the way some other teams have been but also like the Raiders and Baldy would said this on the show a couple times where the Raiders do a really good job like you're going to get your yards against us, but we're not going to let you have the explosive play. And then we saw Rasheed Rice go for over 100 last weekend, to your point, or two weeks ago, whatever, with the Chiefs Raiders, and Kelsey almost had 100 yards. So, like, what Raiders defense do you get here? And also, if you get the best Raiders defensive effort, does it matter? Like, have we actually forgotten, because he's been out for a long time, how special Justin Jefferson is? And how much better he is. I guess he's not better than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek's going to the first ballot Hall of Famer. But how good Justin Jefferson actually is. 
I agree with you, right? If if I we we were having this conversation right now and it was two and a half for Minnesota, easy bet on the Vikings at three. Just feels like it's right. We'll talk more about this game over the course of the week. On the other side, we'll get Drew Densick's opinion on Week 14 in the NFL and any bets he's got for the in season tournament in the NBA. The Whale Capper stops by next on You Better You Bet. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 